Welcome to the Akeen Mind Podcast. My name is Jude Johnson, and I'm a licensed therapist and meditation teacher. I'm so glad that you're here. I realize it has been some time since I have produced a show. Like many of you, I am trying to juggle supporting my kids at home during their online classes, as well as keeping up with my regular job as a therapist. And because of these different demands, it's been difficult and challenging for me to find the time to podcast. However, I'm really excited as I have upgraded my microphone and gotten some sound absorption panels that I'm going to be installing. I have just a makeshift studio right now in my office, so I hope the sound is good, but next time I produce a show, it should be even better. But this episode is going to specifically speak to good quality sleep. Now, I realize that during this pandemic, you may be finding it very difficult to get the quality sleep. Not only are we dealing with the stress of over 220,000 people dead at this time, we're dealing with political divisiveness and divisions. We are at this pinnacle of what feels like the most stress that I can ever remember seeing around me. So many people are reaching out for help. Alcohol sales have increased by 54%. Approximately 40% of adults are either dealing with a substance abuse problem or a mental illness right now. And those illnesses, whether or not they be using substances or dealing with anxiety or depression, are exacerbated now because there's economic strain. There's uncertainty about the future. We're not certain what school will look like for our children or for our teachers, our principals. There's so much going on, and with everything, it can be very difficult to sleep. Now, even pre-pandemic, people were having difficulty sleeping. In fact, about 30% of adults have short-term problems with insomnia, and about 10% have chronic problems with staying asleep or waking up too early. Sleep experts recommend that we get about 7 to 9 hours of sleep in order to function at our best. However, about 30% of adults are getting less than seven hours of sleep per night. When we get quality sleep, this lowers our stress level, improves our energy. Sleep supports the body's detoxification system and improves your immune system. However, achieving restful sleep can be difficult when we're dealing with the stress of COVID, political unrest, anxiety, economic challenges and concerns. Many of us are worried about our loved ones. What will happen to them if they get the virus? We're dealing with an increased number of infections and deaths as we enter into this season that is often surrounded by getting together and celebrating. People have uncertainties about how these things will go that can keep us up at night wondering how things are going to pan out. Now, we know that when we don't get adequate rest, it impairs our ability to function properly. You know, they've shown that sleep deprivation can be even more dangerous than consuming alcohol 
when a person is driving a motor vehicle. So it's important not to skimp out on getting quality sleep because we can't function at our best during the day when we're not. Now, I realize it can be difficult with the stress that's going on. And if you already have been having problems with sleep, that you may feel like, okay, you're not telling me anything I haven't heard before. I know it's not good that I'm not sleeping. So what in the world am I supposed to do about it? Well, one of the things I would recommend is beginning a regular sleep routine, a regular time for getting up and going to bed. Now, I'll be the first to admit that I don't always abide by all the recommendations that are best for me in my life. Sometimes I end up staying up a little later, whether or not it's to have a conversation with a friend or watch something that I think is entertaining. But all in all, it's better when I'm on a routine. My body feels better. My mind feels better. And while we may uh, change a little bit on the weekends, most people do in order to entertain or um, enjoy good times, having that schedule can be really helpful because we are conditioned by our habits. And if we get in the habit of going to bed at a particular time and waking up, that's going to be better for us. We function better on routine. Now, other routines that you can begin to develop to improve your quality of sleep would be to become more active during the daytime if you're able, whether or not that's doing yoga, walking, dancing, um, doing household chores that might get your heart rate up and get you moving. Anything that you can do to increase your activity level based on what your physical abilities are are going to help you rest more solidly at nighttime. We want to really limit our screen use as well, especially before we go to bed at night. And if you are going to look at screens before bed at night, then consider using some glasses that are going to block the blue light so that you're not depleting melatonin for your body because you need enough melatonin produced in order to have sound and quality sleep. And if you are tired during the day, I would avoid taking long naps. If you take a long nap, that might impede your ability to be able to go to sleep later that night. Or even sleeping in for an excessive period on the weekend might throw your sleep schedule off, almost what it feels like to have jet lag when you've flown to a different time zone. But what can be helpful is maybe if you want to take a nap, and you want to rest, consider meditation versus sleeping. That can be very restful and rejuvenating and give you the strength, perhaps, to face the rest of the day or evening. And then when it is time for you to go to bed, just go to bed to sleep. Right, that's right. Try to make your bedroom a place for just sleep. Now, this may be difficult. Maybe your partner wants to watch TV or look at electronics in bedtime. But if you're having a problem with sleep, you may want to consider making a change here because we associate the bed with reading and looking at television if that's what our habits are in bed. But what might be better is if we make the habit of using the bedroom for sleep so that we become conditioned to want to fall asleep when we're there. So then if you try to go to sleep and say you can't fall asleep, I would encourage you not to stay there any longer than 20 minutes. 15, 20 minutes. If you're not tired and you can't fall asleep, 
get up and leave the bedroom and go do something that you find to be relaxing, whatever that may be, and wait till you get sleepy again and then go back to bed. This will help train your body and mind to associate the bedroom with where you feel sleepy and you spend your time sleeping versus lying awake in bed, not being able to fall asleep. One exception might be an activity like meditation. Practicing a meditation while lying down, maybe even a sleep meditation, would be a good idea to help you unwind from the day so that you can fall into a deep and restful sleep. And finally, one last tip I have for you if you're able is try to avoid eating too late at night. If you can decrease your food intake and try to avoid eating two, three hours before bedtime because when you eat, your heart rate goes up and it takes energy to digest and this can waken your system up a little bit more and make it more challenging for you to have restful sleep. Now again, All of these are suggestions that you might want to experiment with if you're having problems sleeping so that you can get a more sound, restful sleep. And I realize it may be difficult at this time, so don't be too hard on yourself if you're not able to shift back into a regular sense of sleep. Wherever you can catch moments of rest, sleep, cherish these. Don't be too hard on yourself. And if you need to, reach out to your doctor. If these recommendations aren't working or you've been having chronic insomnia, you may even want to find a therapist who is certified in CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, for insomnia. Now, I don't treat people for insomnia specifically using this technique, and I'm not sure of all the factors that are involved, but I believe some of the classic conditioning here that I talked about, about not staying in bed for too long, is in line with this style of intervention. And there's research to show that these kinds of interventions can be just as effective, if not more effective, than sleep medications. Some people need them. Your sleep is vitally important. But I did hear one sleep expert say one time is that if you are using medication, you're probably more so sedating yourself than actually sleeping. So if we can find that natural restful sleep, we want to be able to do that as much as possible. Maybe even a relaxation routine before bedtime to help you wind down. Maybe a nice hot Epsom salt bath. Maybe uh, drinking a non-caffeinated a beverage that's warm or soothing, reading something that makes you feel relaxed and warm, whatever it is that you can implement in your routine to help you wind down and enjoy a restful night's sleep. So I'm going to record a separate podcast that is just going to be a guided sleep meditation. Thank you all so much for listening and supporting this podcast even though I have been away for a while. As I get my little home studio uh, built here um, and I can spend more time devoted to recordings because my kids are getting ready to go back to school here for a couple of days a week, that maybe I will be able to find the time to do some more podcasts. But I appreciate the positive feedback. And this show here was actually inspired by a listener who reached out that said, oh, I'm having trouble sleeping. Um, What recommendations do you have? So I know that there are many of us out there who are dealing with sleep issues because of all the stress. So my hope is, is that you'll be able to get more rest and above all else, that you're able to find a way 
to be more kind and friendly to yourself, and to find ways that you can connect to other people during this difficult time. It can be hard when you see and hear so many things that are divisive. Just remember what you can control in your own life. Think about your loved ones, even ones that you have disagreements with philosophically, politically, and any different domain. And just think about the goodness of that person, no matter what their stances are. Perhaps the color of their eyes, a time when they were struck silly by something, an act of kindness, thinking about other people's goodness, wishing them well, and thinking about how you can show up in the world to make it a better place today. And I know that's hard sometimes because we don't feel like showing up. Maybe sometimes we feel like just resting, putting the sheets over our heads and hiding from the world for a while because it can feel like a bit much. So I hope you all are able to find some rest, some relief from the stress that's going on in the world. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you're enjoying the show, send me an email, jude at akeenmind.com or give me a rating on uh, iTunes or whatever platform you may be listening to. Thank you so much. Wishing you a good day, night, or whenever you may be listening. Take care.